Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we talk about all genres of rock and alternatives. So sit back, relax, have a drink, and enjoy the Freeform Rock Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we have Andrew Jacobs on again. Say hi, Andrew. Hi, Mark. Hi, Freeform Rock Podcast listeners. Today we're going to go off the beaten path of rock and metal like I always do, and we try to uh, be be more, uh, you know, be, do more genres that we've grown up and that we've loved, and uh, we're going to do 1987's Depeche Mode, Music for the Masses. So, Andrew, how did you get into this album? Well, um, I, uh, I've been a Depeche Mode fan since uh, 1984. Uh, I discovered them uh, at a uh, a dance that I was at. Um, they uh, they were playing like uh, videos at this dance, and one of the videos that they played was the uh, Depeche Mode song uh, "Master and Servant," and uh, that was the first record of theirs that I bought. I bought the "Master and Servant" 12-inch, and then uh, slowly started acquiring the albums. So uh, I was already a fan by the time this album came out um, in 1987, and uh, so I uh, I purchased it, and um, yeah, I I this uh, is my favorite uh, Depeche Mode album. I haven't heard all of Depeche Mode's albums, but I've heard uh, I think almost all of the 80s ones, um, and like I think one or two of the 90s. Uh, but yeah, this is definitely my favorite. Yeah, I've been into Depeche Mode since around, probably around the time you got into them, because I was like uh, listening to radio here in California, where I think you had KMET and KLOS, and they played a lot of stuff that I thought was evil back then, because I was a Christian, listening to Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath, stuff that I love now. You know, I didn't, and the only rock bands that I really enjoyed was Def Leppard, Quiet Riot, Van Halen, but they seemed to play more of the other stuff back then, so I was just searching around the radio, and we have this big alternative radio station here. It wasn't called that back; it was called the K Rock, the Rock of the '80s, 106.7. So I started listening mm-hmm. to the, that, getting into the Cure, Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, and that's how I got my love for all these bands. And plus, I seen them on MTV, and they weren't playing them on KLOS or or KMET at the time, so I had to go to K Rock. I love the 80s K-Rock. K-Rock now really sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the agree. shit they play on that now really sucks. And if you guys know K-Rock, they're the ones who started Loveline, if you guys ever heard of that show. Uh, eventually went to Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, which they have a new podcast together. I just found out on Podcast One, uh, Adam and uh, Drew show. So Adam, Adam Carolla is like taking over podcasting, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, K Rock also launched the career of uh, late night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he used to be a, a sports uh, announcer on uh, K Rock. Uh, way, well, I think it's in the nineties. Yeah, he used to do uh, the uh, NFL Sunday too. He was the one making fun of him. Now Rog Regal's the one doing it. He had yeah. the best lines on Terry though. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel was awesome. I, I like him better than I know you hate Fallon. I love Fallon. Oh, yeah. I like Fallon a little bit, but I only watch Fallon if there's a good band playing that I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm Team Kimmel all the way. Yeah, <laughs> I love so, Kimmel. So let's get into this. Uh, well, let me tell you how. Um, I wasn't finished. 
when I first got the CD, there was this store, electronic store. I don't know if it was national. It was called Federated. And um, my friend... The, fe- who, the Federated Group? Yeah, Federated. You know, they sold electronics, stereos, yeah, CDs. Yeah, I they remember. Sold, they sold everything. And um, I was in the store with my friend. He was going to buy a CD player back in 1987, if you guys don't realize it. CD players were a high-end component. They cost you anywhere between 200 to $500, $600 back then. So he was in that store, and he was looking for a CD player to go with his component system. And he, I think he got a Sony. It was like 250 and I, I told him, I said, hey, they got CDs. Why don't you barter and see if you could get, like, a couple free ones? So they gave him about five free CDs. For, back then, you could go into stores and say, hey, if I buy this, will you give me that? And they would do that. Today, there's no haggling in stores anymore. It's not fu- as fun as it used to be. I used to do that in the Good Guys and Circuit City, stuff like that. I'd go, hey, if I'm going to buy all this, why don't you, like, kick down this, you know? And they would do that to get you to buy stuff. Now they don't do that, but he... He said, well, go ahead and pick a CD you want since you got me all these. So I picked the Depeche Mode music for the masses and been listening to it ever since. <laughs> yeah. It's like a That's great cool. album. Yes. Yep. Let's get into this fine album. We get to the track number one, Never Let Me Down Again. What do you think of this song? Well, this is my second favorite song on the album. A great, great album opener. Um, just a great song. Great video. Um, yeah, just... Uh, uh, was this the first single? I don't know. Or was it Strange Love? I let me see. It says anything? Let me get on here. Do do track listing, re-release, weekly tracks, certification. Uh, I have no idea what. It doesn't oh. tell you what the single. Oh, here it is. Strange Love was the first single released April thirteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Then Never Let Me Down Again was released August twenty-fourth, nineteen eighty-seven. And Behind the Wheel was the third single which was released December 28th 1987 and then Little 15 was there was four singles released uh, May 16th 1988 oh cool well anyway um, yeah this is a great great song Uh, everything about it is uh, just awesome Um, uh, you know I and uh, I gotta mention uh, Dave Gaunt or Gahan or Gone, I don't know how to pronounce Gahan. his last name. Gahan. Okay. Um, f- phenomenal singer. I mean, just a great, great singer. Got. I mean, he le- perfect singer for Depeche Mode too. And I know uh, that Martin Gore also sings. Um, and he, uh, I think Martin Gore also writes the, uh, the most of the lyrics, or he wrote most of the lyrics in the '80s anyway. And um, he writes all the songs on this album. Oh. Well, yeah, great song, great song. Yeah, it's a great opener, man. I, I love the line, and it says, You told me I'd be fine as houses, long as I remember who's wearing the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> man, whoever thought somebody would rhyme houses with trousers, man? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, Martin Gore, was the, uh, he's been the main songwriter for Depeche Mode ever since the original guy left after the first album who started that other band uh, Erasure Erasure I can't remember yeah. his name and he also, Vince Vince Clark Vince Clark and he also did that other that move out don't bring me down move oh out. yeah 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 he also yeah, was with Allison Moyer. Moyer yeah he did that band too and and I heard him and Martin were working together here and there though on some stuff so they're still friends so but Martin said when he left and it just left him all the songwriting duties <laughs> he just took over so then we get into the next track, The Things You Said. And I, this is Martin Gore on vocals. This, what do you think about this one? 
This is my uh, third favorite song on the album. I love this song. And what's fu- what's what's funny is um, I, I'm actually not a fan of most of the songs that uh, Martin Gore sings on the other albums. Um, they're a little too uh, uh, slow, boring. Yeah, yeah, just not my cup of tea. Uh, but this song is great, and his vocals are great, and it's great. Got great lyrics. Um, it, just a, a a great one-two punch with uh, this song and uh, "Never Let Me Down Again." Yeah. Um, and I I also like the other song that we'll get to it later. But Martin Gore sings the song "I Want You Now," which is also a great song. But yeah, the things you said is fantastic. It's the third favorite song. Yeah, I, I like. I... I like this song too, and uh, I really I agree with you on Martin. He kind of bores me sometimes. I I just want to hear Gahan. <laughs> Gahan yeah. got that voice, and Gahan's made some cool so- solo albums too. I oh. heard some Martin Gore solo albums and really didn't attract me to it, but Gahan, it's just his voice. It's yeah, he's cool. got a great voice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I like this song. It's really cool. But then you get into my favorite song on this album, number three, Strange Love. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is a great song, um, and it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's what's kind of interesting about this album is uh, the singles, um, aside from one, which I'll I'll get to my in a minute. Um, the singles are all terrific. They're, they're not. Uh, they really. Um, it it's uh, they they really. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're not too commercial, I guess. They're they're, they're just commercial enough. Uh, but yeah, "Strange Love" is a great song, um, and uh, yeah, I uh, I actually saw Depeche Mode uh, at uh, in 1990 at uh, Dodger Stadium on the Violator tour. I'm jealous. Um, yeah, it was a great show. In fact, I got in for free because I I, this, I I knew somebody who had tickets. And I don't know. I guess the per, the original person who they were going to go with flaked, and uh, he he couldn't drive. I think he was too young, or he didn't have a car or license, whatever. So he, he told me that if I drove, he I could have the other ticket. So I got to see him for free, and yeah, it was gr- a great concert. Yeah, they're on my bucket list to see. They got a new album coming out March 16th. I've already put the video on on my page today. I just noticed that when I was researching this album today. And it's funny how you said commercial. Do you know that the album title of this is a bit tongue-in-cheek? Everyone's yeah. telling us we should make more commercial music. That's the reason why we cho- chose the title according to Goal- Gore. <laughs> the title was a joke on the uncommercialability of the album. It was it was anything but music for the masses. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. Yeah. Okay, I love Strange Love, man. I listen to this song. I'll listen to it three or four times. If it comes on my, my shuffle, I'll just keep replaying it, replaying it, and then let it go. Freaking love this song, man. I, I just love I love the keyboards. I love the ambience this song has in it. Depeche Mode could use those keyboards and sound like they have a million instruments behind them. They are so... People say, oh, they're just, a, they're just an electronic band. This isn't electronic, man. This is music. This is actually music with that with instruments. They're just not playing guitar, you know. But in later albums, they do play guitar and drums. So <laughs> these yeah. guys could do everything, man. I love this song. And then we get into Sacred. What do you think of this one? Uh, 
I think this song is very good. I don't think it's great. Um, it's uh, I don't. I mean, I I, I I have no issues with it. Um, it's uh, I mean, you know, er, er, I, you know, I like it. It's uh, I guess just as compared to the first three songs, it's uh, falls a little short, I guess. But in any case, it's still a you know, it's still a very good song, and, and there's nothing wrong with very good. Um, yeah, just. Uh, Great uh, vocals, um, yeah, uh, great song. Yeah, great song. I, I like it. He says, sacred, holy, to put it in words, to write it down. That's what's walking on hollow ground. I just, I like the lyrics on this song. I, I don't know if they're talking about Christianity or just religion in general. But he says he's a, he's been converted in the song, if you listen to it, you know. So I kind of like it. It's cool. It's not one of my favorites on there, but I, I won't skip it. And then we get to track number five, Little 15. What do you think of this one? Uh, well, this one is my least favorite song on the album. It's uh, To me, it's kind of fillery, and that's I was a bit surprised when uh, uh, you mentioned that uh, this was one of the singles, because um, it, really it, it really doesn't sound very single-worthy to me. I mean... Uh, that you know, it could just be me, but I just think it's you know kind of fillery and forgettable. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's kind of boring to me. I don't really like it, and I don't know why they're talking about a girl that's 15 years old too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like all these groups that did. She's only 17. Winger and uh, yeah. Foreigner. You know, Foreigner goes. She's 17. Why is everybody like uh, engrossed in? young women that are, are of age <laughs> well it was the 80s <laughs> yeah. well i could see if you're 19 dating a 17 year old that's not bad you know uh, yeah yeah but but they would still call it rape if you had sex with yeah. her <laughs> because you're two years older than her you know so yeah I, I like this song it's it's cool but it's something i would i would probably skip if it came on <laughs> Yeah. So then we, we then we turn over to side two, which I've never had this record on vinyl. I'd like to get it on vinyl. So if uh, any of you guys listen from Needle in the Group or Wicked Sweet Vinyl or uh, Vinyl Seconds, hey man, go find this record for me. Uh, I've always had it on CD since it came out. I was a CD nutswinger when when this happened. And then we get into Behind the Wheel, which did you know they made a B side of this song? To they made a version of Route 66. Yeah, yeah. In fact. Uh... When I saw them uh, in concert, um, they actually uh, combined uh, th this song "Behind the Wheel" with uh, "Route 66," and they go together really well. Obviously, uh, you know they're both driving songs, so um, they fit together really well. But I really like—I also really like uh, Depeche Mode's uh, version of uh, "Route 66." But uh, "Behind the Wheel" is a great song. Um, yeah, it's uh, just uh, very. And one thing that I, I, I love about the Pesh Mode is they, their their music is very uh, atmospheric. Um, it really it does a really good job of like kind of cre like creating a, a mood. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a this is a great song. Yeah, this song is very dark. You could hear it with the keyboards going. And the way he's singing, he, he puts the atmosphere into it. He goes, my little girl, you know. Mm. It's like he says, I don't want to be behind the wheel tonight. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's a freaking great song, man. I love this song. One of my favorites off the album. And then 
great freaking yeah like you said atmospheric and then we get into i want you now what do you think of this one this is another this is another great song and uh yeah sung by martin gore um yeah it's uh one of the rare uh uh songs sung by martin gore that i i, I love um because um usually i don't like his any of the songs that he sings but uh this is definitely an exception um great he does great um great vocals by him and uh just a great song yeah it's a great song and i'm always with you on that martin gore stuff because this stuff usually bores me and i usually fast forward it go to the next track but this song is good and i like the the instrumentations in the back of it the keyboards freaking killer man and then we get into track eight which is to have and to hold what do you think of this one this is a great song this song actually almost made my top three um it uh it came really close but uh, ultimately uh, uh the other songs that i chose uh one over it but yeah it's a great song great uh vocals great lyrics um yeah i it's it you know if i uh it's it's almost tied for uh somewhere in my top three i don't know exactly where but it's definitely uh almost there but yeah i love it yeah this song reminds me of something nine inch nails would do before nine inch nails was even around i'm wondering yeah. if depeche mode uh inspired uh trent risner with the electronic oh i'm sure yeah this 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 is a great song i like it it's dark really good i think this is one of the darkest albums they've done besides black celebration which is my favorite album fly oh, on the windscreen cool. uh, i love <laughs> that song man and new dress oh it's great great album man and then, yeah this song is cool but this is like they went into a dark period with they started with the black celebration and and they went into this one and then the next album after this was the 101 live from pasadena which is a killer yeah. live album yeah i like this song and then we get into track number nine nothing what do you think of this one this is my first favorite song on the album absolutely love it perfect song uh yeah everything uh everything about it is great um it um i like the i like the line um, sitting target sitting praying god is saying nothing <laughs> i know that uh, i i don't know if uh if dave is uh is an atheist or not but i know they've got that song blasphemous rumors um mm. where he says i don't want to start any blasphemous rumors but i think that god's got a sixth sense of humor and when i die i expect to find him laughing i mean i don't know and i know that martin gore wrote the lyrics so um i don't know if it's necessarily dave or martin or you know what i have the no deal idea. is i have no idea they go back and forth on religion it sounds like they like it and it sounds like they don't like it so they they need to maybe come out and say what they are <laughs> <laughs> but i i like this song it's really good i love the the, the instrumentations in the background and the keyboards just really poppy i love it a lot that's a great freaking song and then we get into the last track if you don't have the bonus tracks like we have which is track 10 Panif. and then <laughs> there's a hidden track that starts at 418 on it yeah yeah this is a pretty good instrumental um I, they used it uh, to open uh the shows on the 101 tour 
Um, I actually saw the video. For, they, they put out a video as well as an album, a live album from that tour. Uh, I saw it a long, long time ago. Um, don't remember it too well. Uh, I, I do know some people who went to that concert, some uh, um, people from my high school. Uh, I was a senior um, when that tour happened in 1988. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good instrumental. Definitely a cool way to uh, start the uh, the concerts on that tour. Yeah, and I think it's uh, Ancient Orange is the hidden track. Yeah. So it's also an instrumental, which is really cool. And then we get into the bonus tracks, which we already talked about, Agent Orange. <laughs> so there's yeah. a 22-second pause between Pinnath and Interlude 1, followed by a 30-second pause between Interlude 1 and Agent Orange. So um, I think that's what we have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's a really good instrumental. And then we get into track 12, which is Never Let Me Down, Agro Mix. I think it's okay, but I like the original better. What do you think? Oh, um, oh you... You actually, you actually have different uh, bonus tracks. I, I've got uh, Agent Orange, uh, Pleasure, Little Treasure, uh, Route 66. Oh, you got the Route 66. I don't even have the Route 66. I'm out. Hang on, probably I've had this since it came out, so I must need to go buy the other one. <laughs> yeah, this have... is the this is the 2006 remaster. Oh, nice. I need to go get that because I've always wanted Route 66. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine has Agent Orange, Never Let Me Down, Agro Mix, The Haven't Hold, Spanish Taster, and then Pleasure Little Treasure. We'll just talk about Pleasure Little Treasure. What do you think about that one? Oh, I think it's a cool song. I, um, it's, uh, I don't, it's not, uh, not one of my favorites, but I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. It goes, Pleasure Little Treasure. <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. I like this song, so um, let's get into. Uh, you have any uh, albums you'd like to tell anybody about? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, recommend a uh, another album uh, that was uh, reissued last year for its uh, 20th anniversary. Uh, it is the uh, it's uh, the Pantera album, uh, the Great Southern Trend Kill. Um, it was. Uh, as I said, reissued last year, and um, it's uh, in addition to uh, a, uh, a remastering of uh, the album itself. There's a uh, a bonus uh, bonus disc uh, that comes with it that uh, has uh, alternate uh, early mixes and live versions and instrumental versions of all the songs. Uh, that are on uh, the Great Southern Trend Kill. And for me, the standout is uh, the uh, alternate early mix of uh, my favorite song on the album, <coughs> Suicide Note Part 1, which is a very mellow song, I, incredibly mellow, especially for Pantera. Uh, and it's uh, definitely, it, it, it really showcases uh, Phil Anselmo's vocal range. Um, and the the early mix is uh, is a, is quite a bit longer than uh, the the regular album version. Uh, there's an, the intro lasts over a little over a minute, and then the uh, the song itself with the vocals is uh, almost four minutes. So it's uh, base it's um, it's uh, looks like it's uh, um, over five minutes long. Uh, this er this early mix, 
but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, if if, if you if you like Pantera, it's it's worth getting all of the uh, the 20th uh, anniversary editions. There's uh, uh, three of them. Uh, this one, uh, Far Beyond Driven, and Cowboys from Hell. Uh, and yeah, they did a really good job with uh, the packaging and um, the uh, liner notes and all the other fo- like photos and putting really cool shit in all of the uh, these 20th anniversary editions. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Nice. I I stopped listening to Pantera after uh, Far Beyond Driven. Uh, that oh. was when I wasn't working much, so there wasn't no internet, so I couldn't really get. I didn't even know they had the Great Southern Trinkel, so you you were wanting to review it on our old show, and I uh, downloaded it. It's a really good album. And um, there's a lot of bands that faded away with me back then because there was no internet, there was no radio that played them anymore because of the grunge. So when I got to the internet, I found out, oh shit, Europe had new albums? What? Seven new albums? I was like, (laughs) oh crap. Yeah, but I really loved Far Beyond Driven and uh, the first three albums, and I don't know about the, the glam metal they did. But I got a, a album to uh, talk about. Let's see. I think I did this on my last show, but I don't think I did this one. I'm going to do uh, Triumph, The Sport of Kings. This was their uh, second to last album that they released. Uh, the next, the last album, Surveillance, as the band, and they broke up. Well, I, could, I don't consider the, the one they did with that, uh, that other singer, uh, Phil X, a real Triumph album. So... <laughs> Uh-huh. He's now in Bon Jovi as their guitar player, replacing uh, Richie Sambora. Oh. Seeing, uh, yeah, this had Tears in the Rain, Somebody's Out There, What Rules My Heart, Hooked on You. This is a real good rocker, man. I think it's really underrated. And I re- this came out in 1986. Triumph is a really good band that, that a lot of people don't remember or know who the hell they are. And it, it pisses me off because this band made some phenomenal music in their day, and they should be celebrated. You know, they are in the Canadian rock and roll hall of fame along with rush they were considered the one two punch of the power trios back in the 80s it was rush and triumph but rush never played festivals triumph played the festivals they played the us festival which they have a live album live at the us festival and they also have a live video live at the us festival which i used to have till some guy pilfered it from me i had it on vhs but i heard it's back it's remastered and back on uh you get it on DVD, so I'd like to buy that again because that was really good. And I wish they released the Van Halen Live at Dust Festival instead of watching a crappy video from YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Dave, Dave's all drunken glory on there. <laughs> this ain't this ain't iced tea. This is whiskey. We ain't the Clash, man. <laughs> Dave, the greatest front man of all time, man. I love. Agree. That. Oh yeah, fucking awesome! Even when I saw them in uh, on the different kind of truth tour, man, he he kicked ass. Even Cole in the gang was cool, man. What is a weird opening act for them? <laughs> you know, yeah. they say Dave doesn't have any control in Van Halen. Uh, I don't think Eddie would have picked that band to open. No. <laughs> that was all Dave people, and Dave picked the the live in the Tokyo Dome to release because Eddie asked him which concert you want to do. Oh, release the Tokyo Dome, man! You know. <laughs> Dave's voice there, you know, diddly 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 bop. I can't do a Brian Schaefer, man. That Brian Schaefer does a good Dave. All right, man. I want to thank you for coming on the show again. Anything you want to promote before you go, though? Um, now I, I'm still deciding what I want to do. Um, I haven't haven't decided yet. 
but uh, hopefully, uh, I'm hope- hoping to figure something out soon, and as soon as I do, uh, you'll be the first to know. All right, man, I'll be there to help you whenever you need it. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm not that good at editing. If you could find a good editor to put some <laughs> bells and whistles in my thing, like a, like those other podcasts do, man, especially Decibel Geek, man, I like how they could put in, they could split things and put things, I can't split, I gotta go from either from the front or the back <laughs> to add things i can't go and like split it up in the middle and put a, like a song in the middle like after we talk about a song i could put the first favorite instead of at the end but i i have to do it at the end because i really lack in that talent <laughs> that other people yeah. have in editing or maybe i just need better equipment so that means use my amazon link like andrew does man it doesn't <laughs> cost him anymore but you, <laughs> but you guys could use it it's at the top of my pinned post on the freeform rock podcast facebook man or text me if you need it. Uh, Facebook message me. Like Andrew does, because he keeps forgetting it. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, man. You have a great day, man, Andrew. Thank you. All man. right, you too. All right, Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. Everybody needs a reason to live.
Those are some kick-ass songs. Now I have some promos from some friends of mine. Take it away, guys. Hey, 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 hey. DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com. The Big Bushy Power Hour. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour. It's the biggest party with the biggest beer. Hi, I would like to promo some podcasts that I'd like to listen to. The Cassius Morris Show, Metal Brass, One-on-One with Mitch LaFon, Cheap Talk with Cheap Trick Chat, Podkiss with the Podfather Ken Mills, and last but not least, the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris and Aaron. And also, I have some great Facebook groups that sell vinyl. Needle in the Groove, Vinyl Seconds, and Wicked Sweet Vinyl are great and always have amazing records. Take it easy, guys, and go check those groups out. Hey man, thank you guys for supporting the Freeform Rock Podcast. I just wanted you guys to do me a little favor. On the right hand, on the left hand side of the, my Podbean page, there's a link. It says Amazon link. Click that, and if you guys want to buy anything off Amazon, you don't cost you any more money to buy. It just gives me a little kickback, so I could upgrade this podcast for you guys because I do do it for free, and it helped me a lot, so I could upgrade and get mixers and stuff like that. And also, I just want to thank you guys for getting me over 2,000 downloads. I really appreciate that. I know it's still a small budding podcast, but thank you guys and tell your friends about it. And also, join the Facebook page on Freeform Rock Podcast. I let everybody and anybody in who, who will contribute. And also, on the pinned post, it's my Amazon link also, guys. You guys have a great game. God bless.